Welcome to Seattle College's International Programs and our show, Conversations With, where we talk to people that help you understand how you, too, can be an international student in the United States and why Seattle Colleges should be your first choice. We'll talk to students and staff and agents and government folks, all kinds of people about what you can expect when you're getting ready to apply or travel here, what you'll experience while you're with us, and how it can all lead to an amazing life. Don't forget to check out the Seattle College's International Programs website at intl.seattlecolleges.edu, where you can find a treasure trove of information about the school, the programs here, and Best of all, fill out and submit your application. Again, that's intl.seattlecolleges.edu. I'm Evan Frenolovich, and I'm in Seattle, Washington today, where we are talking with Yuna. How you doing, Yuna? I'm good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> good. She is a student here at Seattle Colleges and... An international ambassador. Yay. What does that mean? Um, it means I help students with concerns throughout their study, um, life in Seattle, not everything except immigration and education. Everything but immigration and education. So if someone wants to go to Canada and they need permission. Oh, that's definitely not me. That's not you. Go to your advisor. But if they're having a problem with their roommate. Oh, yeah. Definitely contact us. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Um, do students know who you are? Uh, I wouldn't say yes, but I wouldn't say no at the same time because mm. a lot of new students uh, get to know me during the orientation mm. because I attend the orientation. But a lot of the time, students from North Seattle College know me because I work at the front desk. So you're at North. Yes. Are you a student at North? No, I'm not. Oh, so where are you a student? I am student at Seattle Central College. Okay, so you go to school here at Central, but then they have you being an ambassador at North. How does that work? Um, so I used to work as an ambassador at North Seattle College, mm -hmm. but I'm currently at Seattle Central College. Yeah. I moved the campus. So do you just like take the subway out to North every week or something? Uh, sometimes I do, but most of the times I drive. Mm. Oh, you have a car. Yes, I do. <gasps> Tell us about your car. Uh, it's a great car. <laughs> do you want me to introduce it? <laughs> well, it's just interesting because not all of our international students have cars. Yes, so that's true. So when you arrived in the United States, did you buy your car? Did you get your driver's license when you got here? Tell us about the process because other future students might be interested in doing that. Sure. So when I came to the United States, I was 16 years old. So I didn't have any driver's license, but I did have a driver's license back in my home country in Mongolia and I did have a couple of experiences maybe in the countryside with my dad or like selling parents' car, but that's not so important. <laughs> but um, yeah. I had that experience. And when I came here, uh, first maybe quarter or two, I did not drive. I was taking Ubers, Lyfts, hmm. um, Links, and a lot of other transportations, the public transportation, the city taxi, hmm. and the bus. But I realized that United States, especially Seattle, is a long land where it's so far to get from one to another. So I realized um, 
I should buy a car. And then I asked my parents and they bought it on my 18th birthday. Oh, so cool. Well, that's really interesting that you said you came here when you were 16. Yes. So were you part of our high school completion program? I was. <gasps> Tell us about it. So it was great, actually. I came here in the middle of my 11th grade in high school. And I came here as a newbie. I didn't know about anything. And right after that, COVID hit. So I was learning on my own, like self-study. But after when everything kind of opened back, I kind of felt the actual college life. So, okay, I'm guessing I'm a little confused. So where do you live? I live in Shoreline. By yourself? Yes. So when you got here as a 16-year-old, you got an apartment by yourself? At that time, I wasn't able to get an apartment. So I used to live with another Mongolian student in Seattle area. Oh, and how did you know that person? It was um, completely social media. Um, oh. I joined Mongolian Americans in Seattle. Mm -hmm. It's a group chat on Facebook. And if you're Mongolian, definitely join there. Um, I joined there. I asked, hey, where is the best place or the safest place that you can rent lease apartment? Uh, is anybody looking for a roommate? Because I heard that the rent and the utility in the United States are a lot expensive than where I'm from. Mm -hmm. um, I found a girl that was actually a student at Seattle Central College. We lived there maybe a quarter or so, and then she left. Mm -hmm. And after that, I started for a hunt for myself. Interesting. And was that a difficult process? It was a very difficult process at the beginning because I didn't know how to lease an apartment, first of all. Second of all, in America, if you don't have uh, certain documents, it's so hard to get a lease or there's a certain like restrictions, certain uh, amount of de deposits that you must put down under the lease. Mm. So, yeah. But now I don't have that, and which is great. I am getting there. Mm -hmm. Well, it's so interesting. So, sixteen years old—that was, was it. Scary? Were you? Are you just an adventurous kind of girl? I wouldn't say I'm an adventurous kind of <laughs> one, but um, it, I had some times where it was very rough to me, where I felt like, oh, I'm so young. I have no friends, no family. I have no support here, but. Um, Gladly, I work in the international programs, and I had a lot of friends there, our previous international ambassadors as well. I'm just very interacting person. I like to talk to people. So I have friends that I made throughout my way here without, like, we have no same backgrounds or we don't come from the same country, but we're friends. So it was great. That's really cool. So there's all these questions I have coming up now based on what you're telling me. So you're an international ambassador. Do you do that out of the goodness of your heart? More likely. I love to help people because I received that help before. Do, do they pay you for it? Of course they do. Oh, nice. So uh, did you have to apply for that job or did they just ask you one day, hey, you want to do this? So for international students to become um, eligible to work in the United States, you only can work in the campus and mm. in-campus jobs could be various depending on where you can find the job, where's the availability. And one time, I think I was just in the international programs office to get an I-20 or some kind of document, I remember. And then I saw a flyer out there that says, hey, we are hiring. 
And I was like, okay, I should apply. And then I asked my front desk at Seattle Central College, like, can I apply? Is this eligible for me? And then she goes, yes, you should definitely apply. Oh, cool. And I was actually denied at the beginning. What do you mean? Because there were so many contestants at Seattle Central College. That's why I was hired at North Seattle College. Okay, so the first time you applied, you didn't get hired. No, I did not. So you reapplied? I reapplied. Okay. So never stop. Never (laughs) give up. Never give up. Sorry about that. No, that's great. Excellent. All right, so uh, the other thing, so you have an apartment. Do you have a roommate now? No, I don't. So you've got your own place in Shoreline. Mm-hmm. How do you get, oh, you do you drive into town every day? Mm-hmm. So where do you park? Under the apartment, the parking lot. Uh, you mean the parking lot? Oh, you mean in, in campus? Yeah, yeah. I just park on the street. You do? Is it yeah. easy to find parking? Um, just depends on the time. If it's very early in the morning, you'll definitely find a spot. But mm-hmm. if it's like 1, 2 p.m., not really. Or if it's like during 10 a.m. to 9 a.m. where everybody's like already settled at their right. job. That's kind of hard. Hmm. But sometimes I park a couple blocks away and I just walk. So having a car must be great as far as your weekends go. Do you like take road trips with your friends? Do you go places? Uh, so I do a lot of solo road trips. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. I have nearly went to over 12 states in the United States oh. all by myself. J- on weekends? Not on weekends. Uh-huh. Sometimes on like quarter w- vacations or when I take a vacation quarter. Right, right. So tell us, uh, so 12 state. where you been? I drove from all the way uh, Seattle, Washington to Idaho, mm-hmm. Wyoming, Utah, Wisconsin, Chicago, New York, Boston, and as well California, Arizona, Las Vegas, oh Portland. My. No, it's Oregon. Uh-huh. So you've put all those places on, in your car? Yes. All the way to Boston, across yes. the whole... Wow, that's pretty amazing. A lot of people were shocked that my plate was Washington plate, and I'm here in Boston. <laughs> right. They were asking me if I actually uh, towed my car all the way. I was like, <laughs> no, I drove it. <laughs> so do you know anybody in Boston? Did you go to visit someone, or did you just want to go see the city? So in Boston, there's an association called Mongolian Student Association no. in the United States where a lot of um, international students or domestic Mongolian-American students join, and it's a great association. They share information. They have events together. I wanted Mm -hmm. to go there and see how that works. It was a great trip, I would say, and I met a lot of new people there. Okay, so most Americans, if you say, hey, where is Mongolia? A lot of them can't find it on a map. So you must be an item of curiosity for Americans when you tell them you're from Mongolia? Actually, I thought the same thing. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I landed and I told people that I was from Mongolia, they somehow knew. Really? It it didn't matter where it was on the map. Mm -hmm. They kind of knew like, oh, so you know Chinggis Khan? I was like, (laughs) yes, I do. He's a buddy of mine. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty hilarious. But there's not a lot of people in Mongolia, right? It's not a very populated country. We, I wouldn't say micro, but we are a very small population. A mm-hmm. um, little over than 3,500,000 people. I wouldn't know the correct statistic right now. That sure. was back in like 2020. Maybe got a little over, but definitely under 400, mm-hmm. 4 million people. But there are a lot of Mongolian students in the United States? Oh, yeah. That's so many of them. 
um, there's a statistic number. It could be a little off and on, but in Seattle, there's around five to six thousand Mongolian people. <laughs> really? That is including Mongolian Americans and international students and international workers. Okay. Now, how many Mongolian students here at Seattle Colleges? I used to know that back a long, long time ago. Maybe like 500. Oh! Throughout the three campuses. I did not know that. That's really interesting. Because um, there was a statistic like a two year ago when I had a different supervisor and then we kind of counted every Mongolian students that we had on file and mm. it nearly reached 500, which was amazing. It could have been wrong a little bit because we might have counted students that already transferred away oh, okay. or maybe graduated. But uh, overall, that's a good number of students we have. Okay. Wow. That's really amazing. Uh, so do you guys, do you get together with the other Mongolian students and have like traditional Mongolian food and unfortunately not really no? um but I have a lot of students student friends who are not from Mongolia mm. exactly but they're ethnically Mongolian hmm. so we have a lot of Mongolian people in Kazakhstan in Russia oh, sure, of course in China as well mm -hmm. in inner Mongolia so we get together and then sometimes we have dinner lunch or some kind of like gathering but not with students from Mongolia. That's very unfortunate. Uh, I wish we had the opportunity. Well, you're in that Facebook group, you said? There's a group? or Oh, yeah. That's very much informational, I would oh, say. If like someone's that. looking for a document, interpreters, um, certain things. But it's not for like, hey, let's gather. <laughs> right, right. But I know that we have clubs and organizations on campus. Have you guys thought about making a Mongolian student club or something? So I thought of, but recently, a couple of weeks ago, I just gave my um, application for that club, I would say. Yeah, to start uh, it. Yes. Huh? This is not a Mongolian club. It's just called Asian Students in oh, Seattle Colleges. Even better. So we want to have the diversity from all Asian countries. I think that's cool. And yeah. So where do you draw the line, though? Uh, like Russian students, they're not really Asian. So I would say Russian students are most likely Euro-Asian. Euro-Asian, okay. Because they, there are parts where they border Europe. They also right. border Mongolia, Russia, also borders China. So it's like Euro-Asian. Would you include India? Would you include Pakistan? Oh, yeah, Pakistan? they're definitely Asian. Right. I, I just don't know where people draw the lines exactly. No. Uh, even if you're not Asian, you're always welcome to oh. join the club because... Awesome. We would love any interaction, regardless if you're from Asia or if right. you're part of Asia. Everyone is included. Cool. I love that. That's really great. Okay, so I have to go back a minute because we're talking about, uh, you had talked about being a high school Completion Plus program student. And I really want people that are considering coming to school in the U.S. or looking at Seattle Colleges to understand what this program is because... I think it's amazing opportunity for students, but I don't think people totally get it. Can you tell me how you learned about it, what what it is? Can you mm -hmm. explain to the listeners what it is? So um, yeah. high school completion program, it's a two plus two program, which um, you will get to have a high school diploma in the Washington States by completing a courses or equivalent one year at Seattle Colleges, and you get to take associate degree within that one year of um, studying in Seattle colleges. So two years you study at Seattle Central College or North Seattle College, South Seattle College, and then you get to transfer if you would like to 
um, do a transfer degree. Or if you would like to do a bachelor's degree at Seattle Colleges, you could continue your studies. Uh, you just have to talk to your advisor and change the study of plans. Okay, so let me make sure I understand this. So you come here to do two years, mm -hmm. and it's just the same classes, the same coursework as if you were just a, if you'd already received your high school diploma. Yes. So you get an American high school diploma and your associate's degree all at the same time. Yes, that's a win-win. So um, it was that's a crazy. great opportunity for me, and I didn't know a lot of community colleges actually offer this, mm. but. Um, Seattle College somehow really stood up for me. And when I was back in Mongolia, I attended college fair as a college fair. Mm -hmm. And that's where I saw Evan. Evan? No, sorry. Johan. There was another Evan. Oh, there was? It's, um, his name is Evan Eho. He oh, was um, yes, international yes, advisor. Uh, uh, and he was in Mongolia. He was virtually there. Uh, okay. He was giving some speeches. Okay. As well, I met Johan. Okay, okay, okay. But I met Johan through an agency. Right. Um, that sends students from Mongolia to Seattle colleges. Well, that's a really good thing to know. So you initially learned about Seattle colleges through the agency, or you had learned about them and then you went to the agency for help? I went to the agency because my friend actually told me, like, you should apply through the agency because it was my very first time applying to anywhere. And... I realized afterwards the process of applying to Seattle colleges wasn't hard, mm -hmm. wasn't that hard, but I thought it's just, I will make sure that it goes right. I get documents and I'll be coming to the United States. And if you feel like you're so unsure, definitely go to an agent. They'll help you out with, through the process mm -hmm. of getting the I-20, getting the everything that's needed to come to the United States. Right. So from the time you decided to come to the time you actually landed in Seattle, how much time was that? Uh, so I planned probably, um, how do I say that? Maybe like a three months. Oh, it was pretty fast. Yes, because the college fair was in May mm -hmm. and I was here already in November. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. Wow, that's really great. And your parents were like all supportive and... Uh, at the beginning, they <laughs> didn't really support because all of a sudden I come from a fair and I was like, I got to go. And my dad was like, what? You didn't even finish high school. What are you talking about? College is so far away. Uh -huh. You're so young. You can't go away from home. But I had a friend here who was actually taking the same program with me, to, uh, high school completion and associate degree. So I was like, Dad, I got to go. I have a friend there. Um, I think it's possible for me. So I kind of get, get through that process. And my dad actually um, dropped me here in the United States. Oh, that's great. And then he stayed with me about a month mm -hmm. until I found like, until I kind of figured what out everything. Yeah. What a good dad. Did he like it in the United States? So my dad actually went to college in San Francisco. Oh, interesting. Uh, San Francisco State University. And okay. um, he had some opinions in Seattle because he didn't know that Seattle is a big city now. Mm. Back back in the days when he was a student, he thought Seattle was like, oh, it's a suburban area. There's wow. nothing much. But when we came here, it was a big city. And yeah, it is a big city. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not huge, huge, but it's pretty big. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Well, there's so many questions that I have. Um, before we start to wrap this up, I wanted to ask you, because you are a little unique 
and that over the Christmas break, and sorry if I, I don't want to embarrass you oh, here, no, but no. you hurt yourself. Oh, yeah. And I, a lot of students ask about, before they arrive or before they apply, they, they're like, what do I do for health insurance in the United States? Well, you actually had to use yours. Mm -hmm. So can you tell our listeners um, about the health insurance they get as students and how it works? Because they may want to know that. Sure. So um, the healthcare industry in the United States is very expensive. Um, but Seattle colleges offer a very affordable option for all their international students. We get to pay, um, how do we say that? Um, portion of the payment portion is actually included in the tuition. Right, all international mandatory. students are mandatory to pay it, mm. but uh, it's around $417 per quarter. And it covers from the beginning of the quarter until the next quarter actually starts. Mm -hmm. So it still covers between the breaks as well. Oh, nice. So when I hurt myself um, during the injury where I got while snowboarding, I went to the <laughs> emergency room, which is one of the very expensive departments in a hospital, right. where um, I get to only pay $100. And on the insurance card, it says on emergency services, it's $100 mm. deductible. Um, regardless of the payment is ten thousand or twenty thousand, right. I'll only have to pay hundred dollars. And if it's a visit in the urgent care or doctor's office, it's usually twenty five dollars. Oh, okay. Well, that seems which is a very affordable option. Yeah. And um, I am glad that Seattle Colleges offers this because if we didn't have an insurance, there's a lot of risks. <laughs> right. You could cut your finger <laughs> from the smallest things it's possible. So right. Well, I'm glad you're okay, and I'm glad it all worked out. Yeah, our health insurance is uh, mandatory, just mm -hmm. uh, so it's part of your deal, yeah, but it works easily, so that's great. Yes. Oh, you hear that sound? You know what that means. The sound means it's time for our trivia round. I'm going to ask you five questions in rapid succession, and, you, and if you answer them correctly, you'll get a high five and be added to our wall of fame. <gasps> Yay. If you don't answer them correctly, you'll live in shame for at least the next few minutes. Sure. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, very good. Here we go. How many quarters are there at Seattle Colleges? In a one year? Mm-hmm. Three quarters. Very good. How about the amount of tuition for one year? Oh, no. Maybe $21,000. Okay. What is the mascot at North Seattle College? Tree frogs. All right. What are three options students have for housing? They have homestay, dorm, and individual stay. Very good. And who, or I'm sorry, what is your favorite film from last year? last year crazy rotations oh is that last year oh no it could have been <laughs> That's okay. a year before because i haven't seen that movie yet it's pretty good yeah it's pretty good oh. i've read the books before actually watching the movie so well, it's based on a book i didn't know that maybe the book was written a long long time ago mm. but the film was made a little bit later okay yeah i'll have to check it out sure very good. Well, it's been a pleasure visiting. I could keep asking you thousands of questions, but we only have so much time. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's our pleasure. We will hopefully run into you again soon. Yay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.
Conversations With is painstakingly crafted for you by the Seattle College's International Programs Department and supported by the lovely folks here on our campus. This show is produced and edited by me, Evan Frenolovich. We welcome your emails and questions about coming to Seattle Colleges. Please reach out to us via our website or just give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts as this helps others discover the show. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or YouTube at Seattle Colleges INTL. That's Seattle Colleges INTL. And be sure to check out all of the shows here on Conversations With. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.